0: Oh man, this is really living. Good morning, everybody. It's Monday, November 2nd, and um, today is 17 years from my first date with my wife, which is exciting. Uh, It's 10.28 in the morning. I just got done at Aldi for my weekly grocery shopping. And I'm heading to Giant to pick up the last remaining items. Uh, I decided last night to sign up as a DoorDash driver. So that I can uh, make some money on my day... My time off, Mondays, when my family's at work, at school. And then Thursday and Friday mornings. Which will be kind of hard because I have to leave by lunchtime. So I might actually... Door dash closer to work um, On Thursdays and Fridays So that I'm in the area already But I just uh, Just in talking with my wife felt like we needed Some extra income And gigs and stuff aren't happening Like they typically had happened In the past uh, I'm not spending time doing Discover Spring Ford right now so I do Have time available and rather than farting around Doing nothing productive At home uh, During that time I uh, might as well listen to my podcast, drive around and get paid doing it So um, I'll let you know how that goes My shift, quote unquote, starts in about a half an hour um, It's kind of exciting just to do something different uh, What else is going on? Oh, obviously the election is tomorrow um, I encourage you to vote, you're not going to see this I just hope that by the end of this uh, time this video comes out that our country is not on fire. Um, what else is happening? I think that's basically everything. Oh, also, if I get this DoorDash thing set up, then for my furlough in January, I'll be off from January 1st to January 25th. Um, my contract for next year doesn't start till January 25th, so there's 25 days there that I need to make some cash. Um... So I'll be free, so I'll be able to pull some long days doing this type of thing. So hopefully, um, it'll be productive. And the other thing is that, rather than driving for Uber or Lyft, um, I don't have to worry about the condition of my car, and I don't have to sit awkwardly driving people around. Now obviously I think Uber and Lyft would get me more money, but... For now, trying this thing out. We'll see how it goes. Hey, buddy. 7.39 a.m. on Tuesday, November 3rd, Election Day. I'm going to vote. Um, I'm praying. I prayed a lot this morning. I'm continuing to pray. Praying God's words back to Him, as I often do. That he would bless, the promise the promise that God made that he would bless those who blessed Israel. Um, I believe that Donald Trump has been the most pro-Israel president that I can recall in my 36 years of being born and 35 years of being somewhat aware. <clears throat> no, 31 years, I mean, meant to say. Um, I believe he's the most pro-life president standing up for the rights of the unborn. Uh, So I just, I pleaded with the Lord this morning. And um, even though he's not the most moral man, the values that he has promoted in his time in office have been highly moral, (laughs) no matter what the news media wants to say. Um, Fairness, equality, not equity, equal opportunity, not equal outcome, those are the things that I'm uh, passionate about, outcome is the result, as I said in a previous video, outcome is the result of your, your labor, <clears throat> you give everybody the same tools, doesn't guarantee the same outcome, nor should it, and if you guarantee the same outcome, that is socialism, <laughs> That is the government not allowing things to play themselves out. So, anyways, um, just asking the Lord for uh, a way to bind the enemy's devices to continue to bless America for blessing Israel, his people. And I'm praying uh, that if that is not the outcome, that he would give the church strength and fortitude to stand against the swell of immorality that's sweeping our world. Places like California, making it up to the judge whether or not someone who is a pedophile should have to register as a sex offender. Like that, all during a pandemic, they, they felt that that bill was necessary to pass which just goes to show you that they're trying to normalize every aberrant behavior. It's very frustrating, so... Anyway, it looks like there's a big line. Depending on how long the line is, that'll determine if I vote before or after work, because I have to leave for work in about an hour, so... Anyways, I'll see you guys later. Hey, everybody. Unfortunately, the line was too long for me to vote before I had to leave for work. Um, But hopefully... I drove past, and it was already, like, one-third the size of, that it was when I was there. So it seems like it was just that initial rush. So hopefully um, there's not a line tonight when I get home from work. There has never been a line for me when I've voted in the evening at my polling place. I know there's expected to be a lot of voter turnout, but there was also more mail-in ballots so uh, than, than ever so I don't I don't think it'll really have an effect. Uh, so I will uh, I'll be voting this evening hopefully, and uh, I'm praying that the, dis- the election does not come down to Pennsylvania because Pennsylvania has worked overtime this year to change the rules at the last minute. Um, and by they're they're claiming that the fact that we want to keep the rules the way they already were, that's voter suppression somehow. I think that's hilarious because everyone is capable of voting on time. Nothing keeps people from being able to vote on time. In fact, it's appealing to uh, people who don't care and wanting to possibly see how the voting is going and it gives them some time to throw a Hail Mary, uh, which is disheartening to say the least so I'm hoping that regardless of what happens that it's decisive enough that we have an answer tonight and Pennsylvania doesn't play a factor because that's what everybody's predicting is that it comes down to Pennsylvania but how satisfying it would be if there were some um, unexpected flips of states like there were in 2016 uh, which makes Pennsylvania not a factor and you might like, have to concede this evening would be sweet justice in my opinion um, I just have to say it's, it's really funny how everybody's trying to in the news media paint that if, if Biden wins it's going to be upheaval when all they've been doing is hold, holding our country hostage and slandering people who are Republican or conservative and then when they don't get their way, they're the ones who delegitimize everything. They've been doing it for the last four years. And all of these businesses that are boarding up are spray-painting Black Lives Matter on their business in a way to pacify the crowds because they know that those are the crowds that are going to come out if Trump wins. They know it. Everyone knows that. If you're an honest person who looks at what's actually going on, you know that there will be more unrest if Donald Trump gets elected than if Joe Biden gets elected. Because the right, as much as we may think there are stupid people on the left, we don't think they are evil people beyond... um, Beyond, what's the word I'm looking for? Beyond uh, saving, or you know, beyond reconciliation. That's the difference between the left and the right. Is that people on the left think that Republicans are bad people with ideas. Republicans think people on the left are people with bad ideas. (laughs) There's a difference there. So anyway, I'm just hoping that nothing happens in my little town. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, one final thought for all of you who are Democrats or progressives or liberals that may be watching this and are have deluded yourself into thinking that Donald Trump is an authoritarian because he has mobilized the National Guard to put out the riots. If anybody is the authoritarian it's the people trying to promote national mask mandates against the constitution it's people that are trying to mandate that churches remain closed against the first amendment it's people that are trying to keep you shut in your homes like europe and everywhere else in the world i also find it hilarious that we blame donald trump for covid and we looked at europe and said they handled it right and now europe is worse than america But somehow we don't blame the people in charge of the countries of Europe who are continuing to lock down even more aggressively, even though uh, things are have been shown that it doesn't do anything. All it does is delay the inevitable. So the next time you try to say that Donald Trump is an authoritarian, remember that at the moment he could have taken power over the entire country and had everyone do his bidding, he opted not to. And that is the sign of someone who does not crave authority. It's someone who craves liberty. So get off your high horse, look in the mirror. And if you think you have the right to put somebody else in their home for your safety, you're the authoritarian. Hey everybody. It's Jeff. It's 5:58 PM on Wednesday, November 4th. And we still don't have a president. Um, I was up till three, as I'm sure many people were. No results. Um, it's just frustrating that um, so many rules were changed this year because of COVID. And then the CDC, like the day of the election, comes out and says, oh, even if you test positive for COVID, you can go and vote in person. It just seems... <laughs> uh, I don't know. There just seems to be any rule change to um, increase the likelihood that there not be a chain of uh, ownership or traceable ownership of ballots. And we're seeing it play out. We're seeing uh, stories of uh, votes showing up out of nowhere that are 100% for one candidate, zero for another. Like That just seems odd seeing reports of 92% voter turnout in a state where they've never eclipsed 67%. And if that was the case across the country, I would be less likely. But I mean, and some people are saying that more people voted in Wisconsin than were registered to vote. Things like that are swirling around. So we just don't know. I mean, we have major media outlets calling states so early and now we're seeing that they have had to backtrack and then other states that have been at 99% uh, reports and Donald Trump has an over 1% lead, they won't call them. They insist on not calling them. It just seems strange. It does, there's not a consistent application of how they define things and it's frustrating to watch. Um, I don't think Donald Trump is going to win I I thought he would last night um the funny thing is is that the left has basically been telling us what they were going to do since day one they're doing it in front of our faces and meanwhile they're saying that we're the ones changing the rules um which is just mind boggling to me um there's no reason why people couldn't vote on time. There's no reason why you couldn't get your ballot in by election day. Absolutely none. Um, and it's just frustrating to see these things unfold because it's going to drag out. There's no way that either side is going to just concede once they call all the states because there's too much um, there's too much cloudiness not a full transparency. You have the state of Pennsylvania's attorney general saying that Trump will lose before the election even began. And then he's in charge of the election. It's just um, stuff like that. You just, all I ask, I know people are probably annoyed because I'm partisan now and I'm a lot more outspoken than I used to be about it. All I ask is that you f- switch, switch the parties, switch the people involved and try your best to understand how it would be if the if the roles were reversed? You would be saying all of the same things that your opponents are saying, and that's the frustrating part about this whole thing is that one side is allowed to bend the rules, one side is allowed to change the rules, and then they're also allowed to say that they are that the side that didn't change the rules in an election year is cheating doesn't make any sense to me so I'm just I'm, I'm right now I'm in that position that I never wanted to be in which is allowing the outcome of an election to affect my mental state and emotional state but I just gotta be honest that's how I feel right now I know that's not how I should feel I should feel like God's in control um, and I should be able to trust in that and I'm trying but at the same time On a practical daily level, I'm looking at what um, the outcome of this election will mean for me and my family in terms of um, religious freedoms, in terms of uh, liberty, um, the right to choose, um, the right to privacy, the right to um, state the right to uh, vaccinate my children, not vaccinate my children, the right of the state, uh, the right of how I want to educate my children, all of those things are in jeopardy. And you can say all you want that they're not, but they are, because all you have to do is look up what the Biden-Harris ticket wants. Um, the, the left does not want children to be educated in private schools because they want to be able to teach children how to think and how to believe, what to believe. they are trying to outlaw people's beliefs. And if you think I'm crazy, wait till they come for yours. It's that famous quote that says, when they came for the socialists, I said nothing because I wasn't a socialist. When they came for the Jews... I said nothing because I wasn't a Jew finally when they came for me there was no one left to speak up um that's how it feels and I know that this is probably how people felt when Trump was elected uh and I get that but at the same time say what you want Donald Trump's presidency encouraged more liberty not less um in terms of power to the states, power to individuals, to be entrepreneurs, to uh, deregulate things, all that kind of stuff. We're, we're not going to see those days again if, uh, if Donald Trump loses the election. It's just the way it is. And you might think that's fine, and that's great. That's your opinion, and that's your political view, and you're right to it. My concern is that the way I look at the world is soon going to be outlawed. Because we are seeing censorship online of conservative views. You are not allowed to believe something. It used to be you couldn't break the law. You couldn't do things that would harm others. Now, they're going for thought control. They're going for you can't believe something other than what we've told you is the truth. You're not even allowed to question it. If you question it, we will censor you, we will silence you. Because they're they say it's they're concerned about misinformation or disinformation. Why? What does it matter to you what I think about something? It's just thoughts. It's just frustrating because people are like, "Oh, well, thoughts lead people to do things." Yeah, guess what? So does everything else. Like, you can't control thoughts. You can't control people's actions. It's not how it works. Yeah, there's always going to be evil in this world, no matter how much you try to regulate it. Because this world needs Jesus, plain and simple. We are born in sin. We are born corrupt. Our only salvation is Jesus. He's the only thing that will keep us from killing each other. It's really all it is. That's the gospel. That's the good news. That's what I need to cling to when I look at this political landscape and I feel discouraged. So I'm going to be praying to do that. Hopefully you'll pray for me as well. I'll be praying for all of you out there. Hey, everybody. It is 1230 a.m. actually, going from Thursday the 5th into Friday the 6th of November. Decided to do some door dashing on the way home from work, and it ended up being a lot busier than I anticipated. I figured I would just drive home, and then if anything hit, I would do it real quick. Uh, I ended up having to turn it off because it was keeping me out longer than I anticipated I was like, I figure I'll do it for an hour and now uh, I'm basically uh, get, going to get home almost two hours after <laughs> I normally would but I made some decent money uh, can't complain man. considering I've been driving home anyway uh, today was a successful day uh, for the few hours that I did did it, I would say uh, made a hundred bucks. So uh, if I could do that, that's really going to help out the family for sure. Uh, and the reason I did it tonight was because my wife has to get up early tomorrow anyway, and I usually get home, and she's asleep. So I figured I would do this. Uh, but the reason I started uh, filming this is got a little sentimental. Stopped in a Wawa, and uh, I heard a song playing that, uh, Let Me Love You by Justin Bieber and DJ Snake, but it's a song that I used to do with Atmosphere Fear a lot, and uh, it's just the moment being late at night and stopping in at Wawa, which is something I did many, many times on a... A late night after a gig And hearing that song Totally unexpected Unprepared I just started to cry Not like blubbering obviously But It just hit me uh, In a weird In a a sentimental way You know Uh, Something I did for such a huge part of my life Um, Every You know And I don't You know I don't get to see my dad as much as a result I used to I, I Would see him a lot more than many adult children uh see their dad and uh very fortunate blessed especially considering the fact that we had a complicated relationship for so long um God really restored that which I'm very grateful for and just made me start to really you know there's a lot going on obviously now I'm getting all stuffed up because I'm like emotional um A lot of anxiety in the world, which is the understatement of the century. Worldwide pandemics, contested elections. It's just, this year has sucked uh, in a lot of ways. And, uh, you know, it just reminded me of the fact that there are so many things. Even though I'm back to work, even though a lot of people have resumed parts of their life, there's still this stranglehold And for myself It's much Much of it is man-made Because uh, There's more and more evidence That this pandemic is essentially A wave of An annual virus that we normally get Every year I mean, The fact that We've forgotten that usually there's an upper respiratory Virus that sweeps our country every year Everybody gets it sure people die from it we just don't never really think about it that way we think they die from pneumonia or they die from this or that we decided to take stock this year for some reason obviously it's election year so um, it's just amazing I two years ago my wife got an upper respiratory virus that wasn't the flu they tested her for the flu it was negative and it knocked her out for weeks like almost three weeks. And they're like, "Yeah, it's upper, around it's just the virus going around. What is different this year that we decided to say this virus? We're going to look at it. We're going to give it a name." It's so strange like and I feel like even people that get it are like they they act like they've never been sick before. <laughs> like when you hear them like, "Oh, I felt so tired, my arms were heavy." And I'm not trying to I'm not <laughs> It's hard to have this conversation without sounding insensitive. And it's not that. I'm just saying like when people describe the people I know that have contracted it and recover, praise God. When they describe how it felt, I'm like, yes, and and like, it sounds like any other illness or sickness. So it's just it, it makes you wonder. Like, do these people are these people never sick? Have they not ever had the flu before? Have they not? Ever had a really bad virus before? Like it's funny. Like people are like, oh my fever went up to one hundred four, and I'm like yes, I've had that happen many times in my life. It's gone up to one hundred four. It sucks. You don't you feel like you're gonna die because you're laid in bed and you're like, but guess what? Then it, then it breaks and it goes back down again. Like anyway, I didn't mean to get into this whole thing, but I guess all that to say is that like we have evidence of the tests that are being used. Everybody keeps talking about the cases going up. Even Dr. Fauci has now said that. The cycles that are being used in these labs to recognize the virus are too high. Um, Should only be like 25 to 30 cycles of the PCR test and we're doing like 35 to 40. So it's like 20% are actual positives that are coming back tested positive. It's 80% are false positives. So we're, we're shutting things down. We're making people quarantine for two weeks. We're losing our freedoms. We're we're forgoing so many things that bring us joy I I think that's my biggest frustration with this whole thing is that we've allowed people to take things away from us so willingly because we don't, we're scared and we have fear and we have anxiety but the things that are being taken from us are the very things that relieve us of that fear and anxiety that give us joy And uh, I was just reminded of that. I think when I walked into the Wawa, I heard this song, and I flashed to me singing and playing uh, guitar with my dad. And just like that's something that's not happening right now, all because people are scared to death of a virus. The CDC and the World Health Organization just recently came out, and with their estimates, the survivability rate is 99.9%. That's not hyperbole. That's not anecdotal. That's from the CDC and the the World Health Organization. 99.9%. And we're... Oh, God. I'm just... I'm done, man. I'm I'm so done. And then the election on top of all that. It's just... There's just a lot of stuff going on. And I think I... I, My wife always says I'm... I'm quick to... I apologize for the sniffing noises, by the way. Um, I'm quick to just find something to dive into and this DoorDash thing is probably going to be that but at least she she texted me today she's like if you're going to have a new obsession at least it's going to make us some money um, which is so true because anytime I'm into something I go all in on it it's just my personality uh, I go down the rabbit hole as it were as I'm sure you guys recognize by now but anyway it's cathartic for me to share my feelings and my thoughts even if nobody else out there in the world is listening It's Friday, November 13th. Oh, I didn't realize that. Friday the 13th. No wonder this day sucks. Um, So my... My county that I live in, the genius commissioners kowtowed to the teachers' unions and ordered that schools close the week of Thanksgiving and the week following Thanksgiving to limit community spread of COVID-19 because the cases are going up exponentially which we all know the reason why is because of PCR test cycles being above 34 um it's just i am just i'm dumbfounded by how stupid people are and how sh- how sheep people have become they don't care about anything all they care about is their safety i'm sorry i'm very angry today i broke down crying um I am just fed up. You're all sheep. You think that these people who are elected officials have your best interests at heart and they don't. All they care about is positioning themselves for the next political gain and kowtowing to teachers unions and corporations and lobbyists. That's all it is. The teachers unions demanded this closure. They had a press conference where for over two hours. Parents, health professionals, they all begged them to reconsider this. Vehemently opposing it because of the detriment that these closures have already caused and will continue to cause on our young people. The ones who are the least likely to deal with this in any severe way. But no, the teachers unions have used COVID-19 as an acceptable reason to beg and and demand more money, more benefits whatever, because it's for the children because they care about your children, no they don't they don't care jack squat about your children I have teacher friends, my wife is a teacher my wife cares about teaching kids I don't know what these teachers unions care about, they care about filling their coffers, that's all tell me they care about their safety that's, a bu- that's garbage it's complete garbage, you can be perfectly safe teaching kids in school Wear three masks if you have to. Wear a shield. Wash your hands. i crying out loud. Stop punishing my kids. Gosh. So angry. And you know, you think it's going to be two weeks? It was supposed to be two weeks the first time this happened. And we're eight months into it. Two weeks, my butt. Oh my gosh, I want to curse so bad. I have called every... Local politician, I can call. They don't care, it just goes to voicemail. They do what they want. They do what's going to get them political points and media points because the last thing they want to do is actually take responsibility and make hard decisions in a position of leadership because of possible bad press. It's a lot easier for them to shut everything down and say that they're saving lives than worry about the long-term effects that will hurt lives for years to come because that's harder to quantify. You can point out total deaths on a sheet and they can say, look, we did this. Look what we did. It's really hard to quantify the number of lives you've affected by making bonehead, lack of science-based decisions because of fear-mongering and old data. It's time for people to step up and fight back. Stop listening to these people that don't know jack anything. They don't know any more than you do about this virus. In fact, they're keeping their eyes closed and they're only relying on information from certain people and ignoring actual epidemiologists, actual biologists, actual virologists, not some poster boy Fauci. Get him out of here. He's a joke. He's changed every single bit of guidance. He's flip-flopped on it unbelievable man it's just after 8 months you still believe that this is the the serious plague that we've been told through the media that it is you still believe it seriously god open your freaking eyes it's not uh, it's not the bubonic plague people i'm sorry people have died yes i get it PCR tests show dead virus. How many of the people died because of COVID, or they died because they tested positive? They may have had COVID earlier this year and then they died from something else. And they do a COVID test and it's catching dead fragments. Do you understand that? Do you understand that when you see hospitalizations excelling, it's because they test when they go in. It's because it's it's upper respiratory illness time. It's cold and flu season. My goodness. Go ahead and believe it. Go ahead and watch the your Twitter feed. Go ahead and watch your CNN and your MSNBC and the garbage news outlets that silence dissenting voices, that attack people who are actually experts. They are all. Can you think about this in a world where we pride ourselves on intelligence and science and data? They will ignore the voice of thousands of scientists to listen to one. What everyone who wants to believe what they're being spoon-fed, you deserve what you get. I can't take it anymore. It's time to step up. I don't know if it means running for office or what, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit idly by anymore and allow my my future, my children's future, to be taken away by a bunch of weak-willed, limp-wristed, tyrannical beta males and trying to build a legacy rather than build the livelihoods of their constituents it's just, it's absolute, it's garbage and it needs to stop Hey everybody thanks for tuning in to the acting realtor podcast if you like what you heard i encourage you to subscribe you can also leave us a rating or review that will move us up the chart so other people can find out about the show i also encourage you to check out actingrealtor.com and subscribe to our youtube channel as well